0: Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories! Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories! Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories, guys! We are back for another week of storytelling. Did you miss us? Let us know. Yes. You think they missed us? Yeah. Did you miss them? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Guys, before we start today... Book number eight in the Peter Rabbit series, The Tale of Tom Kitten. I thought it was important that we talk a bit about the author, Beatrix Potter, who I mention her pretty much in every episode. She's the author of all these books, but it's important that we talk about who she was, I think, uh, because she created this world that we all love, and she lived more than a hundred years ago. Can you believe it? Oh my do you know how many years a 100 years is like it's a long time like Like older than me longer than me longer older than mammy was a long time ago let's read about her Beatrix Potter was born in London in 1866 During her rather lonely childhood, she studied art and natural history and she learned to love the countryside and its animal inhabitants during family holidays, at first in Scotland and then in the Lake District. The original Peter Rabbit was a household pet. She wrote the celebrated Peter Rabbit story in a picture letter to the little son of her last governess. A governess is, I believe, is someone who takes care of the house or your grounds where you live. And later turned it into a book, which was to be the first in her famous series, A Little of Little Tales. Her royalties enabled her to purchase Hilltop, a Cumbrian farmhouse, Thus began, in 1905, an association with the Lake District, which was to last until her death in 1943. She became a successful sheep farmer and an active conservationist, working with the National Trust, an organization dedicated to the preservation of places of historic interest or natural beauty in England, Wales, and Northern Ireland it is very much thanks to Beatrix Potter's efforts that so much of the Lake District is now in the care of the National Trust. Frederick Warren supports the work of the National Trust. So that's great. She was, and I think it's obvious that she was a great uh, conservationist and lover of Countrysides and animal inhabitants that live there because that's what all her books are about, right? And you can tell how much she really loved it and the world they lived in by reading her books. So I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about Beatrix. We have a friend that we met through Sleepyhead Stories, um, a Sleepyhead Stories listener that lives very close to to where Beatrix Potter's home was so that's so interesting I bet you it's so beautiful there we would love to maybe see that one day but guys thanks for listening about Beatrix Potter and now after these messages we will get into book number eight The Tale of Tom Kitten all right guys here we go The Tale of Tom Kitten Inside it says, dedicated to all pickles, especially to those that get upon my garden wall. Once upon a time, there were three little kittens and their names were Mittens, Tom Kitten, and Moppet. They had dear little fur coats of their own and they tumbled about the doorstep and played in the dust. But one day, their mother, Mrs. Tabitha Twitchit, expected friends to tea. So she fetched the kittens indoors to wash and dress them before the fine company arrived. First, she scrubbed their faces This one here is Moppet. Moppet, that's its name, Moppet, his name. Then she brushed their fur. This one is mittens. Mm -hmm. Then she combed their tails and whiskers. Now this one here is Tom Kitten. Tom was very naughty and he scratched. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. The two other ones are really funny because the things that their name is, that, um, those and are mittens? things that people use. Yeah. Mrs. Tabitha dressed Moppet and Mittens in clean pinafores and tuckers. Basically, it's like shirts. And then she took all sorts of elegant, uncomfortable clothes out of a chest of drawers in order to dress up her son, Thomas. Tom Kitten was very fat and he had grown several buttons burst off his mother sewed them back on again so he got a little too big for the nice clothes when the three kittens were ready Mrs. Tabitha unwisely turned them out into the garden to be out of the way while she made hot buttered toast Now keep your frocks clean, children. You must walk on your hind legs. Keep away from the dirty ash pit and from Sally Henny Penny and from the pigsty and the puddle ducks. She doesn't want them to get their nice clothes dirty before the dinner. Moppet and Mittens walked down the garden path unsteadily. Presently, they trod upon their pinafores and fell on their noses. When they stood up, there were several green smears. So basically, they tripped over their clothes because their mommy told them to walk on their back hind legs. And they tripped over and fell and got grass stains all over their nice white clothes. Let us climb up the rockery and sit on top of the garden wall, said Moppet. They turned their clothes back to front and went up with a skip and a jump. Moppet's white shirt fell down into the road. Uh-oh. Tom Kitten was quite unable to jump when walking upon his hind legs and trousers. He came up the rockery, breaking through the ferns and the plants and shedding buttons right and left. So he's trying to walk in these tight, tight pants. He can't do it. He's trying to get up on the wall where his brothers and sisters are. Climbing through plants and things. And the buttons are popping off. He was all in pieces when he reached the top of the wall. Moppet and Mittens tried to pull him together. His hat fell off and the rest of his buttons burst off. Oh my gosh. While they were in a little bit of difficulty, there was a pit-pat paddle-pat, and the three puddle ducks came along the hard high road, marching one behind the other and doing the goose step. Pit-pat paddle-pat, pit-pat waddle-pat. So here come the ducks like this, waddle-waddle, pit-pat, and they remember that their mommy said, stay away from them. Let's listen. They stopped and stood in a row and stared up at the kittens. They had very small eyes and looked surprised. Then the two duck birds, Rebecca and Jemima Puddle Duck, picked up the hat and the tucker and put them on. So they started to put the kittens' clothes on themselves. Mittens laughed. So that so hard that she fell off the wall, Moppet and Tom descended after her. The clothes and all the rest came off on the way down. Come, Mr. Drake Puddle Duck, said Moppet. Come and help us get dressed. Come and button up Tom. So the kittens went down to go get their clothes that had fallen off. And now they're asking for help to get dressed again by the ducks. Let's see if the ducks help them. Mr. Drake Puddle Duck advanced in a slow sideways manner and picked up the various clothings. Okay. But he put them on himself instead. They fitted him even worse than Tom Kitten. It's a very fine morning, said Mr. Drake Puddle Duck. He started to steal the clothes. And he and Jemima and Rebecca Puddle Duck set off up the road, keeping step. Pit, pat, paddle pat. Pit, pat, waddle pat. (gasps) Look at them. They stole the kitten's clothes. Then Tabitha Twitchit, the kitten's mother, came down the garden and found her kittens on the wall with no clothes on. She pulled them off the wall and took them back to the house. My friends will arrive soon in a minute and you are not fit to be seen. I am so mad, said Mrs. Tabitha Twitchit. She sent them upstairs to their room. And I am sorry to say that she told her friends that they were in bed with the measles, which was not true. So she told her friends that her kids were sick and they couldn't come out of the room. But really, she was embarrassed because they had no clothes on. (laughs) Quite the contrary. They were not in bed, not in the least. Somehow, they were very extraordinary noises overheard, which disturbed the dignity and repose of the tea party. So they were going wild up there in the bedroom. Look at them. Look at the mess oh they made. My God. Yep. They were not sick at all. And I think that someday I shall have to make another larger book to tell you more about Tom Kitten. Because I think he was a little bit naughty, right? Yeah. As for the Puddle Ducks, they went into a pond. The clothes came off right away because there were no buttons. And Mr. Drake Puddle Duck and Jemima and Rebecca have been looking for them ever since. Looking for the kittens? For the clothes that fell into the pond. The End why? Because they like those clothes so much. And then as soon as they jumped in the water, the clothes just fell right off them because there were no buttons on them. So now they're always looking in the pond for the clothes that they lost. So that was the tale of Tom Kitten, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. it was a little bit funny, a little bit naughty kittens. Kittens are cute to watch and play. They, like, run around and do this. <coughs> get themselves in trouble, right? So we wish you guys a great day or a great night, and we will talk to you next week with book number nine. And you have anything else you want to say before I hang up? No. No. That's it, guys. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. And if you're new here, welcome. We're so glad to have you. We read a new children's book each week that's released on a Sunday. So please subscribe and you can join in on the fun each week. Big news to share, guys. Sleepyhead Stories now has our own YouTube channel. Hop on there to see videos that are inspired by the books we read. We do crafts, experiments, projects, All the videos are 10 minutes and under and easy for you to do with your parents at home. Make sure you guys are reaching out to us because we love hearing from you and we love giving you guys shout outs. You can do that on our website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. You can do that on Instagram or Facebook. Or there is a link in the show notes that you can click on and leave us a voice message. And then we can take that voice message and publish it into our next podcast episode. Really cool feature. Please give it a try, guys. We love to know where you're from, what books you like to read, how you listen to Sleepyhead stories, all kinds of things like that. So please don't forget to give us those messages and we'll give you those shout outs right back. And lastly, guys, we want to just say thank you for your support and your positivity. You guys are such loyal fans and we love it. We couldn't and wouldn't do Sleepyhead Stories without you. And if any of you out there want to become a supporter of this podcast, there is also a link in the show notes that you can click on and do that. And you can leave a monetary donation of anywhere from 99 cents a month to as much as you want. And that just helps in the production of this podcast as we grow and grow each month. So guys, Have a great day or a great night. We want to thank you so much for listening. We love you guys and we'll talk to you in the next episode.